Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is going on, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. What's up, Thunder fans? I am very thrilled to be talking to you after a victory, the first Thunder win in the last four games, I guess. We had three consecutive losses, the last of which two nights ago to this exact San Antonio Spurs team, so it feels really extra good to get a little vengeance against them. Um, It's really remarkable how good the Thunder look when the other team doesn't shoot 80% from the three-point line, and when the Thunder have a center to go against their scoring big, and when the Thunder are playing at home, I guess you can add that in because the crowd was really good tonight. Um, Shout out to Anthony and Alex, part of that crowd. They were at the game, so I think we can credit them for the quality of the crowd. But it was really just a great win. The Thunder... They won 122 to 112. It was really about a 16 point win. Uh, uh, you know me, I'm a I'm a little bit of a ratings nerd, so having a 16 point win cut down to 10 in garbage time really sticks in my craw a little bit. But I I'll I'll look past it this time because we were able to get this victory. And look, I watched the whole game, and if you didn't get to watch it, you don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. So the game got off to a slow start, really both ways. Um, the Thunder couldn't score. It was really obvious right from the get-go that the Spurs only respected Paul George from the three-point line. Anybody else caught the ball at the three, their defender had a foot in the paint. They were really packing the paint, running kind of a, a modified zone. It, it, it was it was really close to a box-and-one, honestly, and uh, the Thunder could not make them pay for that. The Spurs, after their slow start, however, punished the Thunder with the same couple players that they got hot with in the previous matchup with Davis Bertans and Marco Bellinelli. Uh, Davis had three threes in the first quarter. He ended the game with those three threes. So he started off three for three. He ended up three for nine. 
for only those nine points. Marco Bellinelli also had two threes in the first quarter and was fouled on a three by Dennis Schroeder, who just had a really rough first half. Um, one of his was crazy and one of his was regular, but I think the crazy ones he might actually be better at, which is kind of funny to say. Uh, so the Thunder went out of the first quarter, trailing by eight, 31 to 23. At the end of the first, Paul George was two for seven and Russ was one for four. Um, That didn't get better for a while. They both kind of struggled for a long time. Luckily, we have Abdul Nader, who in something that's becoming kind of customary for the Thunder, bracketed the end of the second and the beginning of the third with a little personal scoring run. He's been doing that lately. He had a block and a layup at the end of the first quarter and then he started the the second quarter with back-to-back drives uh, he started the game five for five and actually he ended the game six for six and one for one from three and two for two from the line so that is a perfect game from Abdul Nader 15 points off the bench just really huge another guy that was big in this stretch was Patrick Patterson who had a couple threes he ended up three for three on the night that's a big deal uh, Russ picked up his third foul with seven minutes left in the second quarter, stayed in. He was kind of in foul trouble throughout the game, but I don't think it ever affected his minutes. Um, and honestly, I don't think it ever affected his style of play. I think he stayed pretty aggressive on both ends. It felt like the bench did a really good job at the beginning of the third quarter. It really did. And yet, you look at the scoreboard, and as the starters started to filter back in, it was a 50-37 to 37 lead by the Spurs. So while it felt like they did a good job, the lead grew by five points. Um, I'm not really sure how to reconcile that, except that the Spurs were just making a lot of shots. <laughs> there was an interesting stretch toward the end of the second where Patterson hit a three, then Ferguson hit a three, then Grant hit a three. So it's really a good sign if our role players are knocking down shots like that. If, they're, if the points are coming from all over the court, from many different sources, it makes this team so much harder to guard. Uh, one interesting thing from the first half and really throughout the game, OKC was double teaming LaMarcus Aldridge. And I mean, the guy put up 56 points, I think, in the previous matchup. So obviously, drastic measures were in order, um, especially considering that Steven Adams' ankle was just not right. I wouldn't be shocked if he sits out the Thunder's next game, just knowing that they needed him in this one, especially with the absence of Nerlens Noel. It wouldn't surprise me if he sits that one out. And if he does, that really just puts another notch in his uh, in his gladiator belt because it's like, oh my God, he, he wasn't even good. He needed a day off after this game. He So I, I think he might sit out. And if he does, then he's all the tougher for playing in this one. Uh, a note I have from the second quarter is that there were just so many loose balls and it was just so gross. There was a several minute stretch where it seemed like every rebound was a long rebound with nobody going after it. There were loose balls just rolling around the court, people diving kind of half-heartedly. And I mean, you get it, right? They, They just played a double overtime game a couple days before. So did the Spurs. That's part of the reason the Spurs weren't just grabbing these loose balls. Like they were just bouncing around and neither team could get to them. It was like, it was just, it was hilarious. Just the balls are just like bouncing around the court randomly. 
<laughs> but it was gross and it wasn't it, it was funny but it wasn't enjoyable and it did clean up a little bit in the second half um to end the second ferguson hit a three and then russ took a three that he didn't make and i think he was one for eight at the time and it's like man you you're really gonna take a uh, off the dribble three russ like at that moment sometimes those get really frustrating but so the thunder went into halftime trailing 51 to 60 paul george had 11 three for 10 from the field russ was one for nine Schroeder was zero for four for zero points steven adams was one for two for four points and yet the thunder were kind of still in the game and you can put that on terrence ferguson who had eight points Patrick Patterson, who had eight of his own, and Abdul Nader, who had ten. Those were the best players on the court for the Thunder, which is not something that you would expect to see out of a team with Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Steven Adams on it. But we were lucky that they showed up. So going into the third quarter, Russell Westbrook had a breakaway off of one of those nice Adams low hand steals on the pick and roll where he gets his hands all the way to the ground and gets called for a kickball more often than not, but not this time, and Russ got a layup. Then Paul George hit a three, then DeMar DeRozan blew an easy layup. He had a rough night. Um, and then Russ got a steal of his own with a, a lighthearted dunk on the other end, and all of a sudden the Thunder were within two. Lamarck Soldiers got an and one, then Grant hit a three, then Paul George hit a three, and the Thunder were up one. They started the third quarter on a 13-3 run really finding some energy that they looked like they were lacking in the first half, um, especially on the defensive end. Really, both teams took issue with the referees in this third quarter. Uh, There was an interesting, to say the least, moment where Russ was called for an offensive foul, which I really didn't get. Um, I don't think it was a defensive foul either. I think it was kind of a play on. Uh, And then they actually went and looked and reviewed it because Russ's hand kind of hit White in the face as he finished his shot. And it was just really interesting that they chose to review that one when they did not review the Nerlens Noel play live. I know they did after the fact, but it really seemed to me like these this referee crew had received instructions following the previous game that like, look, these are the things that went wrong in that game. These are the things you have to get right in this game. Play it super cautious with any contact to the face. We have to catch everything because they could not have a repeat of what happened in the previous Thunder Spurs matchup. During this stretch, uh, Russ got an and one, and then DeMar DeRozan got a technical complaining about a call on the other end in the same possession. And then all of a sudden, that's a four-point possession for the Thunder, and they kind of took control from there. They were up 86-80 to following a massive stretch from Dennis Schroeder, who had nine points to close the third in like three or four minutes. He was just being super aggressive and just knocking down all his layups, which has been something he kind of struggled with. More on Dennis Schroeder later. So at the end of the third, even with Russ and Paul George, both with a five of 17 from the field line, the Thunder were somehow ahead, 86 to 80. And I credit most of it to the fact that the Spurs just kind of shot normal for them tonight. (laughs) That goes a long way. 
We go into the fourth and Dennis Schroeder was just feeling it. He just took control of the game. And I don't want to spoil a later award that I'll be awarding, but he was just really impressive. Um, that lineup at the beginning of the fourth just really took control of the game for the Thunder. I don't know how else to say it. Like it was, it was kind of iffy when they came in, and by the time they came out, it was just kind of a, a runaway and just kind of wrapping up the business for Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russ made a three. Bellinelli was really the only reason that the Spurs stayed in the game in the fourth quarter. He ended up with 24 points. Uh, <laughs> however, there was a moment where Russell Westbrook crossed him up. I don't know what the Spurs were thinking having Marco Bellinelli guard Russell Westbrook, but he crossed him up and absolutely made him fall and then did a dump off to Steven Adams reminiscent of that one after the sham god against the Suns. And Steven Adams got fouled on the dunk, or else that's that would make all the highlight videos. And it might anyways, honestly. Uh, Schroeder got a steal. Russ just kind of got ahead of steam and then made three or four consecutive layups and kind of put the game out of reach. And that's when uh, Greg Popovich pulled his starters and kind of threw in the white towel. Raised the white flag, threw in the towel. Crossing up my metaphors there, but you get it. You get it. So that about wraps up the game. You know, I mean, like I've said, Bellinelli had 24. DeRozan had 18 on 7 of 19 shooting. LaMarcus Aldridge was unable to replicate his outstanding night from two nights ago, only having 17 points on 8 for 14 from the field. That's a big deal. Uh, Adams was matching him minute for minute. He just was playing every single minute that Lamar Aldridge was in. And in fact, Adams played 35 minutes to Aldridge's 33. And that's just because, again, Popovich just threw in the towel a little bit earlier than the Thunder were willing to accept the victory, which is pretty standard for Billy Donovan. Speaking of Billy Donovan, there was a really interesting moment in the fourth where... Again, Schroeder had been tearing it up, had just kind of taken the game over on the offensive end, and was making some good defensive plays too. And you saw Terrence Ferguson get up from the bench and take his warm up, uh, warm off, warm up off, and head over to the scorers table to check in. And right when that happened, the Thunder got caught in a rotation, and Dennis Schroeder just jumped all over a passing lane and intercepted the ball, went down. Threw a nifty little left-handed between-the-legs pass to Russell Westbrook, who made a layup, spurring a Spurs timeout. And then when we came back from that timeout, no Terrence Ferguson. Dennis Schroeder stayed in the game. And look, there was a game a couple nights ago, the one before the Spurs game, um, the Timberwolves, where Terrence Ferguson was having a great game. Dennis Schroeder was having a bad game. And Billy Donovan did not go with Terrence Ferguson down the stretch, even though he was having a good game. He he brought in Schroeder, and it looked like he was going to do the opposite tonight. Now, last game against the Spurs, Ferguson was obviously out of his mind on fire. He was really good tonight, too. He was two for three from three for eight points. Really great. That's solid minutes. Good on defense. But... Dennis Schroeder's been struggling. 
and he was feeling it and he was engaged on defense and he was making plays on both ends of the court and when it came time to make the decision Billy Donovan felt the momentum of the game and left in his Schroeder in and kept Terrence Ferguson out and that's good coaching to me and you add to that the fact and I know the rotations were a little weird because we don't have a backup center but Patrick Patterson got some extended run tonight especially in that fourth quarter he stayed in until there were about four minutes left five minutes left he got 23 minutes he was three for three from three he was five for seven from the field and he's another guy who's been struggling and it's just really great to have a coach who can recognize that this is a moment for both of these guys to kind of gain some confidence and kind of get it going and to leave them in when he had the chance to put the starting lineup of Ferguson and Grant back in the game he left those guys in to kind of grow a little bit. So that was a really good moment for me to see. Um, and, you know, keeping with the theme of transitions, speaking of Schroeder and Patterson, it's time to talk about my favorite unit from the game. Who's supposed to be a unit? The unit of this game is honestly pretty easy. Uh, you know, I mean, Paul George was 5 for 17 from the field for 18 points because he did get to the line for six for six from the free throw line uh it was one of the worst shooting games he's had in a while but he did add 11 rebounds and four assists and two steals so (laughs) you don't even notice how good he is and and then it just pops out when you're looking at the stat sheet uh russ had 24 on 24 shots um he can thank a late streak of layups for making that look nicer 10 rebounds seven assists two steals of his own Only four turnovers after having three in the last game. He's playing very under control lately. I just wish he'd take fewer jumpers. but Because there was never a jumper he took tonight that felt good. (laughs) Never felt like it was going in. Um, Steven Adams had 12 points on three for five. Six for eight from the line. Hey, how about that? It felt like he had a really bad game, and then he ends up with 12 and 9, and it's like, that's fine. You know, it's below his averages, but on a bum ankle, like, good for you, Steven Adams. But all in all, those three guys struggled, especially in the beginning of the game, especially before this was in hand. And the reason the Thunder won this game is due to my favorite unit, which is Dennis Schroeder, Abdul Nader, Hamadou Diallo, Patrick Patterson, and Jeremy Grant. Yeah, we had to go back to the backup backcourt from last season when we didn't have a backup center with the Grant and Patterson lineup. And you know what? It <laughs> It's helpful for Schroeder, I think. Until Nodder gets some respect from the other team's defense or until Alex Abrines returns from wherever Alex Abrines is, I think it's helpful for him to have that extra spacing because Grant and Patterson are two people that have to be respected from behind the arc, and Nerlens Noel just isn't. Um, you lose a little bit on defense, obviously, because Nerlens Noel is an exceptional defensive player, but Grant can finish a lob. You know, you lose a little bit on rebounding, but I think it's just better for Schroeder exclusively. I don't think the lineup is as good, but I think it helps Schroeder, and I think we saw that a little bit in the second half. Uh, So congratulations on them being my favorite unit. And speaking of (laughs) 
lineups that help out Dennis Schroeder. He was amazing, and it is time to award the Academy Award for Player of the Game. There's no suspense here. The player of the game is Dennis Schroeder. He had 19 points on 8 for 17. That's, yes, more points than field goal attempts, which is... I think basically the watermark for him having a good game at this point with the Thunder. He doesn't get to the line very often. He's not a very good three-point shooter. So more points than field goal attempts is a big W. He had six assists and four steals. So that's a 19 and six assists game. He, at halftime, he was his entire offensive stat line. One assist. So in the second half, he had 19 points and five assists. That's pretty good. That's pretty good from a bench player. And those four steals are nothing to sneeze at. He led the team in steals for the game. He had four of our ten. He was all over the place. He was energetic. He was aggressive. He was spontaneous. He was twitchy. Like He was just jumping all over the place. And he was making his layups and his floaters and his mid-range jumpers. And... This says he was over one from three, so he must have hit one with his foot on the line because I thought he had a three, which I'm wrong about. That's fine. 19 points, all in the second half. Way not to get down on yourself. And you know what? I don't know who's going to finish the next game, if it's Schroeder or Terrence Ferguson, but you know what? That is a great problem to have, trying to decide that, because I feel very confident in both of their games right now. So... Congratulations to Dennis Schroeder on your player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. All right. And, you know, that about wraps it up. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to have some good guests coming to you pretty soon we've got some stuff in the works that we're pretty happy about uh you can stay tuned they're going to record the weekly tomorrow and probably post that up tomorrow um so you can look forward to that with your forecast and you're hooking up the tivo on this week for some good content from us you can find us on twitter at okc topic thunder you can find us on itunes stitcher spotify wherever else you get your podcast please leave us good reviews and ratings we will really appreciate that you can find our recaps on thunderousintentions.com you can find all our podcasts on now that's thunderbasketball.com and again thanks for listening and as always thunder up Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.